the Erica Blessing Show. Today I'm so excited to share with you Marcy Shymoff. She's someone that I met years ago when uh, she came and guested on my Happiness Telesummit. And this year she was, uh, I was very honored to have her as a guest on my Love Telesummit. Marcy has had over 14 million books sold. She's a number one uh, international and New York Times bestselling author several times over. She wrote the book Love for No Reason. And on this episode of the Erica Glessing Show, she's going to share with us what love coherence means. And she's going to get us started on, on talking to our heart again. So I'm so glad you came. Enjoy Marcy. And then head over to the loveissummit.com for the whole interview. Thank you so much for coming to the show. So hello and welcome to the Love is Summit. And my guest today is so beautiful inside and out. I'm exceptionally blessed because I met Marcy Shymoff some years back with my happiness telesummit, which was a smash hit with Marcy's help. And now I have her again because we're going to talk about unconditional love. And fortunately, Marcy Shymoff is a number one New York Times bestseller, selling millions and millions of copies of her books, Happy for No Reason, Love for No Reason. And then she was part of, or did, I guess you ran part of the Chicken Soup for the Women's Soul series. And she was in The Secret. So yes, how fun is that? I'm just joyful to have you here today. And I guess you're joining me all the way from California, right, Marcy? <laughs> I am. And Erica, I am so happy to get to be back with you. I, we've had really great times on your, on your Happiness Summit, and this is just a blast. So thank you for inviting me. Yeah, you know, the love topic, it seems like we come in and we have all these expectations. It seems like we have judgments and expectations. And, you know, I was going to ask you something completely different about, you know, unconditional love, but something's kind of telling me about that whole thing of like what we expect versus what we find and how much unhappiness we can have about love and do you just want to kind of share some insight for our listeners on how to grapple with that kind of mm -hmm. I don't know it's almost like monkey mind right yeah well first of all the word love is you know such a, a powerful word so but what does it really mean I think what you're talking about when you talk about how it creates so much misery for people is that it that we're looking at it I think perhaps in the not, not the right way. You know, we, love is not something that we gather, we collect. Oh, I'm going to get love here and get love here and get love here and get love here. That's how we've been trained. Right. But the truth is, is that, and I'm going to say something very out there, airy-fairy, esoteric, but I'll, I'll ground it in a minute. Love is who we are. It's yeah. our essence. It's our nature. Sort of every so spiritual teaching throughout time has taught that thing. But what does it really mean? You know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna sit, what does it mean I, that love is who we are? But I'm going to sit with that for a moment and, and just ask okay. the listeners to kind of be in the poem of that. Because it really came out almost sounding like a poem. And the way that you listen to a poem is a different part of your brain. Because you're going to have to pull back some of that critical mind in order to be in that space of connectedness and all that is. 
And so when you said love is who we are to me, it, uh, it sounded, you know, like a song or a poem. And I just wanted to touch people to that just a little deeper as they heard you say it and just kind of call attention to that essence of that because that shift to me is, is having it come from the inside instead of infinitely looking for it everywhere else. You know? Now, you, you can be practical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I... I it, I, I, I love what you said because, I mean, I think sharing love with people is a beautiful thing, but it comes and goes. It's not something that you can totally rely on. And so I, when I wrote Love for No Reason, uh, it was a book about unconditional love. I call, I call Love for No Reason an inner state of love that doesn't depend on a person, a situation, a circumstance. It doesn't mean that everything is going hunky-dory. It means that I experience being connected to this bigger state of love that is kind of universal. And it doesn't matter what situation I'm in, I still am love. And I, I'll give a really extreme example of this would be Nelson Mandela. You know, Nelson Mandela being in prison for 27 years, he somehow managed to stay in a state of love. And so much so that his uh, prison guards couldn't, um, they, you know, they were supposed to beat him and they just couldn't after a while, they just stopped. And in fact, one of his um, prison guards later became his guard when he was, when he was president. And, um, and love is just, when when you reach that state, which I'm certainly not there, but um, but but I but a Nelson Mandela or a Dalai Lama or you know the, the it shows me that this is possible. Right. And what I've found in all my research is that there are actually specific things that you and I can do to create more of a habit of living in this state of love, and that changes everything. Well, and I, I think about the times when someone has come to you with unconditional, if we just even say caring, like we can think about mm -hmm. the people in our lives, maybe one of our teachers that just kind of had that sense of believing in us, even though we're imperfect or even though we didn't finish all the projects we were supposed to finish that day or, you know, even though we didn't, you know, keep our room clean <laughs> as a kid, you know. And so I, I want to just look at that space of unconditional love and let's expand on that. And with some of the things that you found in, in your, uh, in your um, research. Well, let me tell you a couple things. First of all, um, and, and I'll get really practical in a few minutes, but I want to just tell you this one thing that I think is really interesting. And that is, you know, the Institute of heart math, they're the world's leading researchers on the heart and on love. And they have found that when we are feeling angry and stressed out, our heart goes into heart rhythm incoherence. It gets in these very jaggedy kind of rhythms. But when we're feeling love or compassion or ease, we go into a heart rhythm coherence. And you can see it. I mean, I've been hooked up to these monitors and you just see your heart shifting, your heart rhythms shifting. And what they found is that five minutes of the, of the anger or frustration or stress can suppress your immune system for up to six hours. Oh, whereas five minutes of feeling love and appreciation 
can strengthen your immune system for up to six hours. So it's powerful stuff. Wow. You know, it really matters. And so I, I'm happy too. to teach you. Actually. <laughs> huh? So love heals. Say it again? Yeah, love heals too. Totally. And, you know, I'm happy to teach you. Uh, I could do it now or I could do it in a few minutes. Um, a simple technique that, they, that I learned from them that can move you from the stressed out, they call it the stress response, into the love response in about a minute. You want to? Shall I show it to you? Yeah, I think you should because, you know, about now I'm just, just too hungry to go into a different topic without you sharing that. <laughs> okay. All right. So I am going to ask everybody to do this with us because watching us do this is not going to give you any great benefit. But doing this with us will. It takes about a minute. And Erica, will you be my guinea pig on this so I can ask you how you are afterwards? Yes. Okay, good, good. So we're going to do this together, and I'll ask you at the end if you feel any different, okay? okay? Um, and you can do this. It's three simple steps you can do with your eyes open or closed. I'm going to suggest if, anybody, if you're watching and you're able to do it with your eyes closed the first time, it goes a little bit deeper. But um, if you're driving, certainly don't do this with your eyes closed. So. Exactly. Okay, so if you can, please close your eyes. And if you're able to, please put one hand over your heart. That is just simply step number one. And Putting your hand on your heart starts the flow of a chemical called oxytocin. And oxytocin is called the love hormone because it's what we feel when we feel bonded or loved or connected with other people. So mothers who are breastfeeding have lots of oxytocin or when we're making love, we have lots of oxytocin. But just right now, by sitting with your hand on your heart, you've got more oxytocin flowing through your body. Now, the second step is to imagine that you're breathing in and out through the center of your heart. So just feel that your breath is coming into your heart on the inhale and going out of your heart on the exhale. Some people like to visualize that. Some people just like to feel that. doesn't matter. Just imagining at your own pace that your breath is coming in and out through the center of your heart. You may already start to be feeling a little different. But the third step is very simply, on every inhale, imagine that you're breathing in love, ease, and compassion. And on the exhale, you just exhale as though it's coming out from your heart. On the inhale, breathing into your heart, love, ease, and compassion. The exhale, breathing out of your heart. And on your next inhale, you can even imagine somebody or something that makes you feel love, a person, a, a four-legged, or you can remember a time when you felt love, ease, or compassion. Or if that's not easy for you to do, you can just simply say the words internally, love, ease, and compassion. Oh my goodness. I just love Marcy Shymoff. She's just one of my favorite people. She really comes from the heart and I love her heart exercise that she got started with us. You can go to theericaglessingshow.com and get a link to the entire interview where she'll take you through the rest of the heart centered exercise that you can do. Even like if you're at the grocery store, you can put your hand on your heart. Yeah. And 
you know, we're just crossing over the winter solstice. We're shifting now. The days are going to get longer and the new year is going to begin. And I just want to encourage you to stand in that heart place and enjoy the summit interviews on the Erica Glessing Show. Thanks so much for coming. Thank you.